is a feast Sunday. And for us at this church, the feast Sunday is when we gather around the Lord's table and this is the word that's spoken to us. This is the word that we listen to. And so this last week, I've been, I was um, thinking about um, the last month, actually, as we've been working through, for those of you who haven't been here, we've been working through Psalm 51 and talking about repentance and God's restoration and then our response to it. And I was thinking some about that when it was Tuesday morning and Tracy was sitting down with the boys and uh, going through their devotion. And it's based on Psalm 139. So parents, I know this is sort of a, I kind of spring this on you, but if you see a red Bible or if you have a Bible with you, if you'd like to uh, turn it to Psalm 139. give you a minute to look it open. I was thinking about this this morning. It'd be great, you know, for parents to read it with their kids, to get this habit or this discipline of reading the Word of God. Parents, are you there yet? Everybody's ready? So, I'll read the psalm and then we'll uh, hear uh, this reflection on it. So the psalmist writes, he says, You have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before Before your word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. You hem me in behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me and the light become night around me, Even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day, for the darkness is as light to you. I was thinking about this as I was listening to Tracy talk with the boys about it. And like I mentioned, over this last month, listening to Psalm 51, as it guides us through repentance of asking the Lord for forgiveness for the things that we've done and the ways that the Lord restores us. And it's completely up to him. And then our response out of that. And... This is the, the devotion. It comes from uh, Jesus calling for kids. And you know, one of the things I love about following Jesus is that it is simple. It is simple that children can understand it, and yet it is also so deep that scholars can study one book or one section of the Bible their whole career and still never get to the bottom of it. So it's this amazing gift of faith that kids can understand, but also that we as grown-ups can spend our lives growing deeper in faith. But listen to what, um, what she writes. And actually, she's writing this in, uh, from the voice or from the perspective of God. It says, There is no place where you cannot find me. Kids, I want you to hear this. There is no problem that can keep me away from you. You cannot run away from me and you cannot chase me away from you. I am the God who forgives. When you mess up, I am there to pick you up, dust you off, forgive you, and cover you with my love. I did not come to earth to judge you and condemn you. I came to make you free. Yes, I see your mistakes and your sins and your rebellion, but I also see my precious child, forgiving, excuse me, forgiven and shining with my righteousness. 
You are my delight, and I sing over you with love. And I was thinking about this, how when we gather around the feast, there are so many aspects of the Lord's Supper. And I often like to emphasize the part of this, this meal as a taste of what it will be like one day when we share this meal in God's kingdom. But it's also important for us to hold and to continue to remember that this feast represents an amazing sacrifice that Jesus made for us. This bread and this cup that we're about to eat and drink. Jesus did this very thing with his disciples the night that he was betrayed, before he was sent to be um, tortured and then crucified. But this meal that we're about to eat, this taste of bread and this cup of, of juice, reminds us of his sacrifice, everything that he's done for us. This amazing God that we follow, he sacrificed everything for us.